Welcome to the conversation with Rainforest Engineers podcast India's first podcast for and by civil engineers join us on our journey to simplify and bring you experiences straight from the industry this is your host padmadev joshi along with the co-host gokul ji kumar and es krishnaram so let's jump right into it hello guys thank you for the beautiful response the journey has been beautiful so far we have already reached the episode 10 Based on the responses we collected on LinkedIn, we did the episode on cycling infrastructure, we did it on disaster management, and we are lucky to invite our esteemed guest, Mr. Asis Pravakaran, sir. He talked on precast industry, and that was way too beautiful. So today, as we have promised, we are talking about smart city projects. So why we are talking about smart city projects, that is the big question over here. As they say, that uh, it is important to change the thought, to change the process. So that's why. smart city projects have been taken place of to start the discussion i just wanted to hear from my colleagues uh, gokul and krishna why do you think smart city projects are important and what actually it means so uh, we have heard about smart cities and its concept from engineering days but uh, most of us don't have the right picture in our mind about the concept and how it is working smart city basically means uh, leveraging technology to serve people it is designed to optimize resources and thereby promoting sound and sustainable development smart city mission was started in 2015 by ministry of housing and urban affairs government of india we know that 100 cities were selected for smart city development we know that around 30 to 35% of indian population resides in urban area and around 60 to 65% of gdp come from these cities so in future also the population in the cities will increase and the demand will go up so to meet that demand we have to take steps so we have to develop our cities first by developing their physical institutional social and economic infrastructure so smart cities are proposed to drive economic growth and to improve the quality of life by providing smart solution so i have a very different approach to smart city uh, before 2015 uh, we didn't have much uh, differentiation between the cities we had the only difference was we had metro cities the main four metro cities other than that we just used to classify other cities as tier 1 tier 2 tier 3 cities and then in 2015 the government said that okay uh, we are lagging behind our global counterparts there is a need for making our cities smart so what actually qualifies as a smart city i don't think there is a very well laid out definition uh, that is uh, like accepted throughout the world but that can't be expected right different geographies have different needs say something like sensors or iot's and smart things would be constituting a smart city in the europe or us but in india the needs are very much different say maybe a huge percentage of our population still don't have access to pure drinking water or even sanitation facilities so our government has come up with smart city definition or like some parameters upon which the smart city plan is going to be implemented in our country those are fundamentally based upon on the four pillars of institutional physical social and economic infrastructure so if you see if you go through the smart city website i guess they have also included some 10 other parameters of core infrastructure elements such as adequate water supply assured electricity supply sanitation solid waste management and things like that during the course of the episode i guess we'll try to come up with all these 
infrastructure elements and maybe take up a couple of case studies out of how cities are implementing it and or at what level they are doing it yes so just to summarize when when we are trying to just uh, come to a conclusion what smart city actually means i think we can highlight into three bullet points first is to provide basic infrastructure need what gokul and krishna is talking about providing the water supply talking about the robust it connectivity talking about managing our urban mobility platforms on different different cities then work on the good governance you put everything online that's how krishna used to describe when we were uh, trying to come up with the episode and then to work on the improvement of standard of living of people by providing this in- infrastructure basically we are trying to push the employment we are trying to uh, boost the uh, industrial requirement in cities so that is all smart city is all about now to dig further into it as we already categorized the main aids now if we talk about what they are doing further into the process they are they are working on projects like uh, integrated traffic management system they are working on project like handling the west for the entire city so we'll be taking a few examples from the cities like indore and pune but aren't aren't you gokul uh, curious about how these smart cities are selected yes pd we should definitely talk about that first so the process has been taken care basically into two stages first step is you submit your proposal and the second stage is you take part in the challenge so ministry of housing and urban affair came up with a very interesting challenge cities have to participate and they have to come up with the proposal for the city if they win with the proposal they can move forward so in the first step uh, cities will be competing among themselves if i take a example of kerala cities within kerala will be competing among themselves the best proposal will go to the state and the national government and then the city will be selected for further rounds based on the model they have selected there are uh, different different models which city can go with we'll be discussing that in the further based on the model we select they have to come up with the idea that what all projects they they would like to go for the round one suppose say cities like pune are working very extensively on the transportation projects whereas city like indore is working more on the waste management system so that's how they will be taking up new new projects and that's how the entire process takes place pd actually the interesting part is that the government has made an effort to make it like a challenge like asking states to come up with their best proposal they are making it kind of a tournament kind of thing and the best uh, city gets to win so if you are wondering what the prize is for winning the uh, say challenge uh, the central government is funding uh, rupees 500 crore for the smart city project for that specific city then the state government and the say the municipal corporation associated with the city also have to come up with 500 crore for the smart city so basically what they are trying to do is they are trying to make a corpus of rupees 1000 crores and then invest in various projects that are very relevant to the city that they have selected so pd why don't you share some light on the kind of project that a smart city usually undertakes after getting the grant so usually smart cities can go for uh, four different choices they can go for mix of two as well first and foremost is retrofitting retrofitting project is usually selected for the cities who have heritage values for them like cities like ahmedabad indore or say hyderabad for a reason so those cities will go for retrofitting for the existing facilities like say working on the palace infrastructure or working on the existing road infrastructure which were uh, developed during the mogul era or the british era other than that projects like redevelopment redevelopment is completely replacement of the existing built up environment and giving the new layout to the facility uh, something like what Uh, we see in the shivaji nagar area the, the area is quite old 
it still connects us with the history but the development is quite new so that can be considered as redevelopment area and if you if you take one of the example for such area is the pindi bazar project which was developed uh, in mumbai and uh, even uh, new delhi has come up with one of the square which they have uh, converted entire into non motorized transport the chandni chowk other than that uh, this is very interesting and many cities are opting for this one which is called greenfield project so you'd be wondering why people are going for greenfield project is uh, the first advantage is you start fresh you you don't have any backlog you don't have to worry about your existing utilities under the ground you don't have to map out if there is any encroachment or uh, uh, land acquisition required you start fresh you need more than 250 acres of land you go there you try to identify the resources and you develop the entire township which is self sustainable which can have their own business models you can uh, have co- sports complexes have designated uh, place for the schools develop very brighter infrastructure for road networks and all those things and try to improve the land value of that particular area so it's like developing the new area itself other than that this is sort of a ala carte for cities and the last one is uh, it, it's like more flexible kind of a thing if cities don't have much uh, area for the development they can go for pan city development in these cities can offer smaller initiatives uh, for the shorter term period that is like go, going for the smarter solutions like integrated traffic management system or or to go for the waste recycling process for the entire city so these are some very small projects which can be taken care of but obviously all these four categories has to go with the guided process and that process start with the submission of detailed project report so as we just discuss four models uh, on how smart cities can be developed but to make things more interesting pd and jiku if your city is being redeveloped into a smart city which of the four models would you like to see implemented in your city or which is your favorite model i think uh, retrofitting will be a very interesting thing because when you have all your heritage in your city and uh, it will also promote tourism in your city first thing when you develop something which already exists it will provide a different face for your city an identity for your city so developing new things and keeping the old things intact so that will be a good strategy see when we talk about smart cities it is also about to give identity to any individual city so if i take a example of rajkot it is trying to come come forward as a industrial hub so for each and every city the criteria would differ so for us greenfield development was a brighter option because we are developing entirely entirely new area and that would transfer the density uh, the city density to the out, outer uh, area of the city and that will create some more opportunities in terms of transportation in terms of settling of new business so based on the city i think even the criteria would vary yeah it is true that uh, based on city the parameters would be different but i personally would vote for say something like pan city development even during our cycling episode we were discussing say uh, for a stretch of 2 kilometers there would be a cycling track and then after that there is no cycling track so if you are commuting through the city and for say a stretch of 4 kilometers there are all these smart traffic cameras security cameras and stuff like that you go 100 more meters and there is nothing like this i guess the development has to be more inclusive i personally feel that pan city development would work it is true that it is applicable on a city to city basis even few cities are going for mix of two like pan city okay. development along with the greenfield development or the redevelopment so right. yeah it's always a win win situation based on what you select 
we talked about smart city models and how actually they work. Now let's discuss some developments and actual examples of innovative projects implemented in those smart cities. Cities like Pune are working extensively on development of the public parks. I think even Krishna and Google would be surprised to know they have more than 10 different categories of parks. Parks like uh, something themed like on, on the army, something related to IT infrastructure. So why all these facilities do we require at the first place? Yes, PD, there are, uh, as you said, there are a lot of parks which are uh, made by the government on smart, uh, as a part of smart city. But uh, are these parks getting utilized by the people? That is a major question which comes to our mind when we uh, talk about a lot of parks in the city. I think this project lacks in one of the aspects, that is in aspect of maintaining. When we propose any project, I think we have separate set amount of finance for asset management and for maintenance of the facility as well. So once the project has been proposed and it is implemented, uh, the urban local body is responsible to take care of the facility. And somehow the funding would not be able to cater the requirement for the same. And even uh, if you if you talk about the football, how many times you have visited those parks in the Balewadi? I highly doubt any of us have ever used it. And the parks which have been highly used are mostly the open parks, uh, which have basic facilities like uh, just the walking track and some uh, free uh, gyming equipment. So these high-tech high pa parks also need to have flexible timings. If you have very rigid timings, like you go in the morning for a few hours and only in the evening hours, it doesn't make any sense. So it has to be more friendly for the citizens and not friendly towards the committee who's working there. Uh, you might have noticed uh, these public toilets near Balewadi Square and uh, some, some near the Shivaji Nagar. Those were always locked. And yeah, it, it adds, adds in a value in terms of a project. Uh, when it is implemented, you can say that we have world-class facility available over there. But are people able to use it? Are people able to enjoy the facilities which has been provided in the heart of the city? True, PD. Actually, uh, with that also, we have a lot of good things which is implemented by Pune Smart City. Like, for example, if I take, there are smart street lighting. I think around 80,000 conventional lights have been replaced with smart lights. And uh, the project has been given to Tata Projects and uh, they have the responsibility for its operation and maintenance for 12 years. So according to the data, its commitment, saving commitment is around 51%, which is really good, I would say. And uh, there are uh, Wi-Fi elements. Around uh, 200 Wi-Fi hotspots have been created in the entire Pune city, which is uh, almost free of cost for the users. So it will add value to the city and it will add more convenience to the people using it. What do you say, Krishna? So in, indeed, uh, Pune has been uh, spending a lot on it, uh, public infrastructure facilities, parks, say smart street lights, public toilets. Uh, I guess uh, uh, the area where Pune spends most of his money is on urban transport system. And uh, as per the proposal submitted by Pune, a huge percentage they have allocated to their transport facilities, something like uh, road widening, even electric buses, redesigning of streets, parking facilities, footpaths, bicycle, bus stops. And even they have this BRTS system that is a bus rapid transit. And uh, they are even trying to come up with all these electric uh, mobilities. Say, I've already mentioned electric buses. They are also coming up with e-rickshaws. So, PD, what do you think? Uh, like, uh, is Pune putting too much effort on a transportation aspect only or is it a well round package? See, uh, my father used to say this. 
when cities develop near on, on the coast of river it will be in a vertical form so cities like pune surat they will be developed on a vertical form and the city will expand very rapidly and uh, we would be very happy to know that that recently even pune got sustainable transportation award so yeah they are working a lot on the transportation facilities and if if you look at the city i think uh, you, you might you might say that uh, the infrastructure is quite disconnected in terms of public transportation facility or or say for non motorized transport but somehow everything is connected at the center of the city like uh, uh, there are few patches at the balewadi which uh, supports the public transportation facility and also works for the transit oriented development so when we talk about public transportation system uh, the city is working on two two main aspects one is the transit oriented development and to ensure the last mile connectivity so what we mean by that Uh, we are trying to connect city within the distance of 15 kilometers uh, by means of walking or by cycling and other thing is once you start your journey by by means of your private vehicles or or to hop onto a public public transportation vehicles what next mode you are selecting so even we have experienced this when we were in uh, pune like we we hardly had to take private taxi we were able to get our public transportation mode right next to our institute so they are working very nicely on it and uh, there is this very interesting journal which has been published by itdp it's called urban street design so they have been working very extensively on that all the small elements they have taken care of like what should be the uh, with with of the pedestrian path what all infrastructure they need to provide uh, it's called street furniture so by that uh, they means providing benches making it more playful providing uh, public toilets on the road and cleaning uh, another part of, for pune pune smart cities they are working on their waste management system as well and one more interesting thing i have noticed in their website is they have formed a asset management system for road network that is in this yeah. system we have to enter data about the roads and uh, when it is maintained and how its operation is done and it will suggest you when the road have to be maintained and uh, what are the things which has to be done so which is very nice i think also coming to yes. pune from kerala uh, one of the interesting fact is that see i was basically unable to read marathi and like where this bus used to go but the interesting thing is that the smart city project used to connect the uh, public buses to google maps if you take google maps and you see the bus stop you can see live updates of buses that are going through the stop so it makes it very easy for a commuter like even if you are not from around pune and for pune i guess that is true because there are a lot of educational institutions and there are a lot of youth coming to the city who are not from say maharashtra so i guess it's a well thought out plan pd you are saying something yes krishna so other important aspect with the cities are working is uh, as we all know the smart city works on the aspects of urban plan so they are trying to map out each and every attribute of the city on on a on a gis basically uh, the, that is geographical information system so uh things like mapping the di- different households mapping the entire land use facility even making the mapping their public transportation network so everything is on the map now they they don't have to worry about anything if they want detail of a particular area they have the data so data plays very important role for the smart city projects the same we can look for indoor city as well so one interesting thing which i have found in indoor smart city website is they are uh, coming with advanced digital signages so it will be placed in the uh, on the junctions it will show you the weather 
the traffic if you want to park your vehicle where should you go then emergency messages it will also show you the air quality index and uh, if if there is a traffic congestion which route you have to go or which route you have to deroute so all these things provide a very vital information to the driver if he is new to the city or even if he is in, in that city also it is very vital for him so uh, coming on to solid waste management the first thing for solid waste management is smart garbage collection system first thing is you have to collect garbage from the from the houses from the commercial places then only you can go for its segregation then only you can go for its further processing i'll take an example pmc is using a cutting edge technology like gps rfid sensor iot and mobile application to improve waste collection mechanism so uh, they have separate vehicle for this so they are using these technologies uh, in their collection truck which is very interesting thing so after collecting this garbage this vehicle take this garbage to the segregation plant where what happens is the dry waste and the wet waste are separated and for the wet waste uh, a fuel is derived from it which is known as refuse derived fuel this fuel is used for the power generation plant and the cement plants yeah pune is been handling waste for more than 150 tons including mix and dry waste and the process has been quite interesting based on the route they are been monitoring uh, as we know that it has been integrated with the integrated command and control center they can mon- monitor and also analyze what is the waste been generated from the particular area and what is the frequency or that so based on that they can also suffer the bins so bins are of varying size either it can be 50 50 for waste and dry or it can be 80 20 in the industrial areas where more wet waste is available so different iterations are also been proposed by the smart cities now we are supposed to talk about the sewage projects in indore uh, gokul i think you have very interesting facts for that right so if we talk about solid waste management in indore the first thing which comes to my mind is biomethanation plant which is at uh, chotram mandi which is the largest mandi of vegetable and fruits market in the central india so all the waste from this mandi is transferred to a very optimized uh, cng or biomethanation plant which which obtains 800 kg cng per day which is a very big amount and one more thing uh, which is very interesting is they are using mechanical sweeping machines for sweeping 450 to 500 kilometers so this machine works during night from 10 pm to in the morning 6 pm they have around 12 machines here they are reducing the manual labors and automation is coming into place which is a very good thing i guess so another aspect of indo city when coming to the solid waste management is that the city they had conducted a survey and uh, they had found around 72 open defecation spots basically open defecation refers to the practice where Uh, say people go out on fields bushes like say open bodies of water or like fields rather than using the toilet mostly because they don't have the facility or the access to toilets as part of the project uh, they have identified the 72 spots so after identifying these spots uh, like working close with the municipal corporation they have strategized and uh, came up with around 128 community toilets along with 189 public toilets also they are uh, setting up huge fines for open defecation to deter people from indulging in such activities so i guess uh, indore is doing a great job on that front even the central government have been doing great work along the lines of the swachh bharat abhiyan even the indore smart city project is coming up with somewhere around 17 mobile toilets uh, to address the same issue so i guess they are doing great work on that aspect especially with respect to solid waste management 
and other cleanliness related aspect so that's a great way to do it yes krishna that's why they are winning straight for the last two years the cleanliness city award for entire india and other than that they are also working very well on the smart meter project so these are some of the initiatives indoor is doing extensively and smart cities this is all the smart city is all about so smart cities includes all of this even the role of stakeholder plays a major role in that today in the discussion we talk about what is the smart city what are the key features included what all different strategies a city can go on we took case study of pune and indoor city and talked about few projects like trans- transportation solid waste management water supply facility and their uh, it it services which are enabling the city city works so other than that we will be also doing a separate episode on detailed discussion for the smart city projects do let us know which component would you like to discuss in further so that's it for now guys see you guys in the next episode thank you for tuning into this week's episode of conversations with reinforced engineers podcast hope you found value in the discussion and do tune in for next episodes and in case if you haven't already don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for updates on future episodes thank you once again and have a great day